Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. So technically, we're not in the dog days of summer, but as far as I'm concerned, we're in the dog days of the movie summer, Cody Redfield. How are you today? Oh, Got him. Good, good. Yeah, literally. Like, there's... I don't know why, but August has become like a dumping ground. It's sure, so... Sure. It's like we had Guardians a couple years ago, and now this year we have get War Dogs. Like, what? Is that fair? Tell me that's not... That's fair. I mean, neither of us saw it. I know, but like, I know it's bad. You don't know it's bad. You I just don't like bad. Miles Teller. He's in it. So? So is Jonah Hill. And Jonah, Jonah Hill looks like Tony Soprano. So, I know that's... that's he, he's back to being fat. Stop picking on him. I'm not, I'm not pick. Is he back? For, like, for, for good? I don't know for good, but he's definitely in that movie. Huh, that's interesting. Have you ever yeah. noticed that? Like, compare him to uh, his, uh, his character in 21 Jump Street. Right. Those are pretty... Poor those God. are different. I mean that just that's now we like now he doesn't have a neck. It's just it's not really fat. It's just because his girth stays about the same. It's just whether or not he has a neck or not. I don't know. Jonah Hill with that with a neck kind of creeps me out. If we're being with a neck, yeah, he's like skinny Drew Carey. Yeah, and that just doesn't like he's been post a price right for like ten years now or something. Yeah, and it's still it's like what are you doing there? Why do you look like that, Drew Carey? Why do you have my what life? What happened to you? To give me back my life. I want to be the host of The Price is Right or anything. <laughs> Just be a total jerk to everybody. That's, you know. Who says he's a jerk? I'm on the couch now. I'm on the couch. Any any other neuroses you want to talk about, Cody? <laughs> about how life is meaningless? Do you have, like, lots of um, mm-hmm. repressed emotion towards Drew Carey? Well, I mean, he did stop doing Who's Line. Is that why? But Aisha Tyler took up the mantle. Yeah, no, but it's not the same. Because she's too funny. Like, he was the appropriate... On that show, he was yeah, because the Because appropriate... he was, he was kind of like the straight man. He I know. He never yeah, made and the that's... jokes until the end, which was fine. No, but he, he made the jokes, but he also... He, like, sprinkled them in. But for the most part, he was sort of reacting to them. I like Aisha. She's fine. She's just too funny. <laughs> on her own. She should, be, she should be on the panel, not... Yeah, she, I want to see her doing stuff. He is perfect. Like, I don't think he's... He's not gonna like. He's not gonna make me keel over in laughter, but he'll give me like a <laughs> nice, you know, one of those. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I feel like she's really, really funny. She reminds me not just because she's black and a female, but she reminds me of Jessica Williams, just because she seems like f- fucking crazy and hilarious. I'm but you, I don't know who that is. From the Daily Show. Oh, I never watched the Daily Show. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a good show. It's it's still a good show, but, but I think the correspondence have superseded the host where i look i look more forward to jordan klepper and johnny chang or ronnie chang excuse me are you still talking about the daily show yeah we're talking about the daily show oh yeah ever since john stewart quit yeah and then larry wilmore his show's gone too i could have told you that was gonna happen yeah that's nobody watched it yeah unfortunately that that, that show it shouldn't first of all it shouldn't be a tv show that should be a podcast like okay yeah it's, it's ridiculous like no this is how media's going (laughs) <laughs> real like and and i think people are starting to realize this but like r- the old style media is going audio like it's going podcast because it's cheap to make people ingest it a ton like it, it, so that show needs to be on podcast form and it'd do great because like it's a really smart show yeah but on tv i mean look who you're going up against why would you watch that when you could watch rick and morty you know 
That show's not on enough. I never, I've never seen it. I just know that it's good. It is an amazing show. Is it? Is it? It is. Is it as good as SpongeBob though? Twenty times better because they say shit on it a lot. Oh, do they really? Yeah, they curse. Oh, I thought it was. They don't say fuck or anything. I thought it was it's... just one of those like, kind of rough around the edges Cartoon Network shows. It's an Adult Swim show. Oh, I did not know that. Maybe I'll give that a shot. That sounds awesome. Okay, so we started on Drew Carey. Okay, we made it all the way to uh, Rick and Morty. Okay. Rick and Morty, though. I so think that's sounds, a good. Sounds pretty good so far. That's, I I like it. I think it's you know <laughs> we've gone on we've gone on Stranger Tangents, but that's still this one still stacks up pretty well. Like, yeah, yeah. But maybe uh, number four in of all time. Yeah, because like I think our our World War Two to like <laughs> at that tangent. Just anytime we talk about World War Two, not every time the big H comes up. Yeah, exactly. But you know, gotta talk about it. Gotta talk about it. Can't let history forget him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we need. A, how have we not gotten like a legit Hitler movie? Have we not? No. Like we've got. We had that downfall movie. That's fine. But like, I want to see because like whether you hate, whether you like him or not, he's a fascinating yeah, human important. being. Yeah, he's one of the most important figures of all time. Really, like World War Two is the biggest thing that's ever happened. Like, that is I'm, true. That is true. So how, like, I'm not saying that we have to get, like, he- humanize him or anything, but I want to see his side of it. Like, Give I me my Aaron this. Sorkin written Hitler movie. Exactly. Starring. <laughs> Starring, oh, who would play Hitler? The guy from uh, Downfall has to play Hitler. You see, I think I think for something like that, I think that's a, since you brought up Sorkin, I think that's a Steve Jobs thing. We kind of have to cast an actor, not a lookalike. <laughs> Let's get Jonah Hill to do it. <laughs> Oh God! Like, actually, if you want to get a look like, just get Miles Teller, cause like they're pretty much the same person from what I've seen. <laughs> look oh, at that! Wow. I just look at I see Hitler. No, I'm kidding. Uh, who would be a good Hitler? I mean, Christoph Waltz could do it. Yeah, he'd have to dye his hair, but yeah, like, but he could he could do it. But like thinking out of the box, I don't know. Bradley Cooper. That's kind oh, of that's wow. that's next level for him, but Jeff I think Cooper, he could do it. Give me um I want Jacked Henry Cavill to do it. Oh Jesus. Tom Hardy <laughs> could do it. Oh yeah, Tom me. Hardy could really Hardy do would it. Be great. Yeah. Like he's got he's kinda got the crazy, so I don't know. Hitler biopic. So that's yeah. Hashtag. Starring Kate Blanchett as Ava Braun, of course. Oh car, of course. Uh let's see. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah is Joseph Goebbels. Yes, yes. Hey, um, so uh, uh, so I gotta make this a propaganda movie. Uh, so you kind of um, can I can I can I do this? We just kind of like need to like exterminate them all. Um, uh, um, so I gotta set up this place. Um, Seven Evil Exes. It, what? It's uh, called. It's... <laughs> by the way, it's previewing what's about to come. I was about to have you pitch Scott Pilgrim too, but I just think you'd be you'd be crying the whole time because like oh, I love it too much. It would have to come to that. Is, is that gonna be a sequel? No, I don't think so. It's not going to be a sequel. It should be. It should be a Netflix show. Like, Michael Sarah's not doing anything, but give him a Sk- Scott Pilgrim show. He's making Arrested Development. Well, I don't know, but that kind doesn't... Of. How could that eat up that much of his time? He's like, making movies, as we saw last week. That's true. I don't know. I just feel like that's something... That would be that'd be a perfect... Not maybe a perfect Netflix show, but, like, if we have Fuller House, why can't we have Scott Pilgrim? Like, Fuller House is the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> Like I watched, I watched five minutes of that show, and it was the worst because they did this. I don't know, Josh and I talked about this, but ooh, matched. Um, but the first joke is like a, an Olsen's twin thing, and they just all stare into the camera like they did in the nineties. 
Like it's it's terrible. It's terrible. But anyways, let's get on. Let's get on with the business. I think we've riffed for a good amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like our riffs. We have good. Got riffs. some good good banter. Yeah, good banter. Uh, let's let's pitch some movies. Uh, oh, and by the way, Josh is back with us next week. We're not gonna cover a new movie. We're gonna do something different. I don't know. Because we don't know yet. We'll let you know. Yeah, because like I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go see. Well, he'll go see Don't Breathe, but that's not. I've, I really that movie looks pretty good though. I really don't think. So. I don't. I don't know. It looks kind of silly to me. But I, I, I watched, or I didn't watch it. I read an AMA given by the guy who plays the blind man in that. Oh, Stephen Lang. Yeah. He seems super humble and, like, really smart. Mm. I want to be his friend. Well, he was an Avatar, so. He was the best character in Avatar, though. Yeah, that's true. That's. Don't, don't, actually, no, I don't say anything good about that movie. That's that's legal on this show. But, <laughs> but yeah, Josh is back. We're gonna talk about something. So I've had I had a good idea the other day that takes a lot of thought into it, but you know, could be could turn out to be something. I think we should just talk about Interstellar. Tbh, just never <laughs> not stop, never stop talking about Interstellar. That should be a podcast. Watch Interstellar week, come back, and just break just it down. Just see all the new things. Welcome back to our Interstellar cast. My name is Stellar. Coop. Well, Stellar cast. I mean, that's got a Stellar kiss because then it makes it sound like your podcast is really good. Yeah, and then boom, advertising. So, <laughs> so uh, just to, to not to kill some time, but just to add some beef to the show and uh, have a little bit of fun. Cody and I we're gonna we're gonna movie pitch a little bit, and uh, this we're not gonna turn this into like a points competition. We're just gonna you're gonna pitch a movie, and we're gonna talk about it, and then I'll pitch we're a movie. Just, we'll talk. And we're gonna have some fun. Just gonna have some fun, kick our feet up, and uh, before before the big timey Oscar awards stuff gets going. We're just going to kick back and talk a movie. So, without further ado, Cody Redfield, your movie. Oh, boy. I want you to pitch me a sequel to The Shining. Oh, Christ. Oh, God. Okay. All right, I got this. You got this? All right, I hope. Let's, let's hear okay, it. Okay, let me... Uh, hold on. Let, give me some time. You gotta. I'm going to give you some time. You're going to give some okay, time. Okay, um, I'm just going to look up... Uh, Gotta get Quick the... synopsis on. I need to refresh my memory. It's been a while. Oh, how, well, how long has it been since you've seen it? Since I've seen The Shining? Um, in like a year or two. No, it's been like four months. <laughs> Five months, maybe. Wow. You really need well, a refresher for Here's the thing. Jeez. I was spooked while I watched it because I was in an empty hotel when I watched it. Oh, fair. So I was scared. Mm. Okay. Hmm. While you look this yeah. up, I'm gonna go on better a, now? a little mini tangent. Yeah, you're you're cool. okay. Yeah, talk to me about whatever you want to talk about. No, I'm just saying, like, so when I saw that movie, I obviously I knew some of the history behind it, and there's a there's a reality TV show that I watch. I'm I'm not. I know it's a dumb show, maybe. I don't even though I don't think it's a dumb show that people like to poop on. But Ghost Hunters, it's on Sci-Fi. Love it. Love not Ghost Hunters. You like Ghost um, Adventures? Ghost Adventures is the better. No, it's not. It's yes, more. It it's fake. <clears throat> that one is like completely played out. But anyways, um, so yeah, the that movie or that story came from Stephen King staying at a place called the Stanley Hotel in Colorado. One of my life goals is to stay is to go there and stay in the hotel that they did. Yeah, because like they, they've gone, they did, they did like two investigations of it for TV, and they had they got awesome stuff, and they they go back for events, and it's like one of the most active places in in America, pretty much as far as ghost and paranormal activity goes but a uh, beautiful spot stanley hotel in estes park colorado i believe and uh yeah so that's always even before i knew what the shining was i've I, that's actually how i learned about the movie was from that show 
Really? You hadn't heard of The Shining before? Well, that episode came out in like 2007, 2006, so I didn't really know any better. So you were just a wee babe. Yeah, I was a child, more so than I am now. But um, yeah, that's always been a life goal of mine. All right, Cody, ready to get started? Okay, I have at least a start, and then I'll just free ball it from there. That's the point of the game. Okay, so we cut, or open, The Shining 2, that's it. No, it's like a big sting. No, first jump scare. We nope. got it. No caption. Like, is no, it the, the shining, shining two? two. It's just the shining two. Okay, that's all it is. Gotcha. So, it cuts to the uh, the scene from The Shining, where the blood comes out of the elevators, mm-hmm. and then you follow the blood. This is new footage. Yeah. Into the hallway, where the twins are standing. Mm. You can recut this this those guys. This is when all the credits are happening. Right. So, keep going. Blood keeps going. You. S- Stops on that picture of Jack Nicholson from the end, 1921, whenever it says 1921 here. Mm-hmm. So you have an adult male wake up, just that's the next cut. Michael Fassman, of course. Okay, yeah, we'll have uh, the Fast Bass himself yeah. play Danny Torrance 20 years later. Oh boy, he grew up. He got really old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe 30 years later to be safe. Yeah, yeah. okay. Because how old is Michael Fassbender? He's, he's almost 40. Okay, so yeah, we'll say 30 years later. So, oh boy. What kind of apartment? He'll, he'll live in an, an okay, nice apartment. He, he did well for himself because he can read people's minds. You know, because he's got the shining. Yeah. So he's um waking up. He's living his life. He's got a nice job. Cuts to a mirror while he's getting ready. You see the obituary for his mom, who died of lung cancer because of that one scene where she was smoking cigarettes in the first movie. That'll kill you. So she's dead. <laughs> God. Surgeon General no approved. This is going okay. <laughs> Follow so, it. All right. He's living his life. He's got a family. He's got a kid. His kid is about the same age as Danny was in. The Shining, mm-hmm. and has the same sweater that has the rocket on it that says Apollo 11. Yeah. Because I loved all of his sweaters in that movie. Wanted them. Uh, <laughs> so he's living his life. He's an accountant or something. I don't know. We'll call him an accountant. Something yeah. really mundane because he lives through such a trauma. Mm-hmm. He wants to be normal. Until one day he gets a call. From the Overlook Hotel, saying, "Hey man, shit's fucked. We got ghosts here, and we think your dad's leading the ghosts. Your your dad's ghost is leading the ghosts in open rebellion against the hotel." Oh my god! We need you to come with your special shining powers. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Oh shit! It is Ghostbusters. Damn it! No, 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 uh, no, that's interesting. Uh, to come in, uh, you need to fight your dad's ghost with your shining, mm-hmm. but you got to bring your whole family because you're also going to have a mental break. I, I don't know. Um, but he's, he has to uh, help out the ghost of Scatman Crothers, who's the only good entity in the entire hotel. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how this ends. Um... 
Just go the Guardians of the Galaxy route and get a dance off in there. He teams up with the um, the furries <laughs> from that scene in The Shining. That was such a weird scene. Nobody's ever explained that to me. I hate it's it. It's never been explained by anybody. There's That's no why. reason for it. Just to spook you out. It's not spooky. It's just weird. It's like, okay, what's going on over there? And they're just like, never mind. I'm not going to bring that up again. Like, oh, okay. Furries are fine. That's okay. Yeah. Um, so I guess he's going to fight his dad somehow. Mm-hmm. How should he fight his dad? Okay, he's got to go into a trance oh. to fight his dad. He does has to do this in room 237 in that bathtub where that girl's lady came out of. And once he does that, he is helped out by, what's his name? Scatman Crothers. And fuck, what was his um, imaginary friend's name? Oh, Spike? Spike? Yeah. You sure? I think so. It's something something like that. Okay, I'm going to look that up, though. I'm, I'm doing it. You keep going. Okay, so... Tony. 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 Fucking Spike? I don't know. See you once. Get off my ass. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, oh, it is Tony. It's right there. Um, so, yeah, Tony is... Who's Tony played by? Oh, shit. I mean, Michael Sarah, obviously. <laughs> Johnny Depp. How about that? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is Tony. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. You've never played Dead Space, right? No. There's a scene at the end of the, the second game where you fight a monster. Mm-hmm. And it's a fight similar to the Dead Space 2 fight. You should look that up. I have no idea where this is going. Yeah. And, of course, Fastbender wins, but at the time, or at the end, so the end credits, it looks like he killed his dad's ghost. Mm -hmm. But as he's leaving the hotel, on the pad that you get, the piece of paper, he wrote, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Cut. Oh, shit. What that mean? And then the sequel to that is that it's the sequel to Insidious 2. Nice. It's the premise of Insidious 2. Yeah, that was bad. Um, here, no, he, but here's how we make it better, though. Because I think okay. I think you have an interesting start where he's called back to the hotel, but right. to his dad. Me. Except it's a spirit that's that is trying to is pretending to be his dad because it know it somehow finds out that Danny has the Shining and he wants to use that for nefarious purposes. So like they draw him back to the hotel. And he has to sh- him and a small group of hotel employees have to shut themselves in with the spirit to f- to figure out how to take it down. All right, I like that. Yeah, you see, that's, now it's collaboration. Now I have a, I have one for you. Oh boy, and it's gonna be hard. All right, let's hear it. I want you to make a sequel. Pitch me a sequel to Hotel Rwanda. Shit. <laughs> we both picked hotel movies. That's interesting. I know, that was weird. That's <laughs> Do you have The Shining, Cody? Yep. You do. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, hotel Rwanda. All right. It's. I saw that in school. Yep, so it's I not, watched it's, that in eighth grade. It wasn't... Yeah, so you know I saw it. It's not something... It's not a movie that I, I sought out. But let me just okay, give a quick refresher. Do you want me to find another one real no, quick? No, no, no. I'm, I'm up for this. This is interesting. I just want to figure out the ending, though. 
Uh, the travel through. Okay, so they get out. So they all survive. So Hotel Rwanda. It opens with Don Cheadle. And much like Danny Torrance, he is he is now living in the United States. He's moved his family to the U.S. and he's working as the manager of a Best Western in <laughs> fucking Portland, New York. <laughs> and like, and, and like, how about let's say Portland, Maine? So he's living in Maine. He's, okay, here's my question. Yeah, what tier of Best Western is it? It's like top tier. Like, he's, so it was a Best Western premiere. Yeah, that's like an upper level Best Western. Like he's a he's a pro. All right. Yeah, he's he's good. He's legit as you can possibly be in the best Western world. I but, think he should. What, was he a manager? Something like that. I think he was like he con, it. concierge. Concierge. Yeah, but he doesn't want that much publicity. He doesn't want that oh, much okay. responsibility. The, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you have a, a stronger under, uh, understanding <laughs> of the character <laughs> of Hotel Rwanda. And so yeah, so he's working at this mundane in this mundane job with his family and he's just Just a second do you remember his name uh paul paul russa sabagina russa sabagina yeah yeah so um so yeah so him he and his family are they're living in this small town and he is just sort of like he's like medicated but not like he's just he's like running at half speed you know He's just been through so much, and he's had so much bullshit to deal with that he's just kind of taking it easy, and he doesn't really get worked up about anything. And then, here's the interesting part. Okay. One of the hotel guests that's che- that checked in was a guest at Hotel Rwanda. Oh, wow. Like, Holy shit, Paul? And he and it all just comes back. And he and it, you can, through that, you get like a story about PTSD and how he's got it like he's been repressing all these memories so he has to like he's he has got to, to deal with it now. he's got to Jesus deal with it now christ he's got to deal with it now he's got to deal with that and it you know there just it's it's not your standard ptsd drama but like it sort of hits the marks that you know in a respectful way my yeah, man yeah, like he's not it's he's not, not picking th- on it yeah he's not throwing shit at a wall like he's legitimately struggling with this and he like goes to a gun range to try to like take the take the power out of hearing gunshots because like there's a lot of hunting that goes on there like so he does a bunch of things and it all ends up with him and the guest they go back to rwanda they go back to the hotel oh, and Cheadle just he just stand then the last shot is just him standing there as it starts to rain and then he walks away oh my gosh and he walks away oh wow that was good i didn't even know it was about ptsd until i said it so that so you just, started saying it wow like, yeah that works let's do that <laughs> okay i think we ought to really so, yeah. start a start a movie we need to make a movie hotel rwanda 2 back in the habit back in the- <laughs> just like just like sister act 2 <laughs> back in the habit i thought i was gonna go like crazy comedic but i was like you know that's not realistic like i want to if i'm gonna put my name on something i mean it's I want it to original be good. yeah like this this is gonna be good this guy's been through a lot but yeah. there's a story to be told. Yeah. Oh, they don't really specify he's a concierge, just hotelier Paul Rus Ru Begina? Begina. Yeah. <laughs> Directed by Joel Schumacher. Oh god. All the f- no, no. That's that sounds like a that sounds like a Catherine Bigelow project, to be honest with you. The sequel? Yeah. But I don't know, she's She's big, big stuff now. But what's ter- what's that director done since then? Who is the director? Is uh, Terry George. He's done. Let's see, Reservation Road. Never heard of it. A sh- 
a TV pilot and a, sh- a short film, and now he's oh he's doing the promise. He's oh doing, really? Yeah, with uh, Christian Bale and Oscar Isaac. Huh. AKA probably the best movie ever. So you know, <laughs> good for him. Oh, he had five solid years of doing absolutely nothing. He seems more like a writer than a movie or than a whatever that guy, a director. I don't think he needs to do it. He just wants to. That's just, yeah. That's just my. That's just me. Thinking this it. is you. Yeah, that's just me putting projecting my insecurities on him. <laughs> what are you gonna do? All right, cool. Well, so that's interesting. so Hotel Rwanda two and, and the Shining, the Shining two. That is so weird. We pick hotel movies. It's <laughs> fucking strange. <laughs> wow. Didn't last time. I think we picked sci-fi movies, right? I'm trying to remember what movies we did. I got Whiplash. No, no, you got yeah, the, you got a you did a Whiplash prequel. Yeah, and you got the that Deliverance. I can't remember what I gave Josh. No, I gave got Josh Deliverance. Oh, what'd you get then? I got. That's gonna drive me crazy. Oh. Five hundred days of summer too. Oh right, yeah. You did good on that one. I liked I liked your idea of that. That's I mean <laughs> yeah. it's a logical place to go, but you know yeah. most times that's the right thing to do. But you know, all right, well let's move on. Let's talk about a small little movie that looks like it's poised to become big, I think. Let's oh, talk wow. about Hunt for the Wilder People. The reason I say that it's poised to become big is, of, is maybe not of course, but because this movie is directed by, let's see if I can get this one right, Taika Waititi. Oh, wow. Does that sound... Um, how does it sound to you? Does that sound okay? <laughs> let me take a look real quick. Like, the temptation is to say Y... Oh, no, it's... Yeah, it is YTT. But it's WayTT? WayTity? WayTT. Taika. Yeah, it sounds like Taika WayTity. YTT. It's fucking New Zealand. It might be a Taika. I don't know. Yeah, seriously. Fuck New Zealand. Pick (laughs) pick something. Either be Australia or be America. Don't just be this rando little tiny thing that no one cares about. combination. You have no sports. You're all seasons at once. Like, get it together, New Zealand. Go fuck yourself, New Zealand. Literally. He, just oh, kidding he's new zealand no he wrote moana. he wrote uh, moana with uh that oh did he really yeah the new pixar movie with with uh dwayne johnson so it's gonna be great it could be good i'm not really looking forward to this one for some reason i don't moana. know i don't plan on seeing it it's probably because i'm a racist i don't know no yeah, i'll still hate hawaiian people oh this isn't pixar this is just disney oh that's why i'm not excited okay that makes sense all right that's that's fine <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Hunt for the Wilder People, this is Taika Waititi's, I guess, not not his first big movie, he's done a lot of stuff before now, but, um, his first one that's getting, been getting a ton of notoriety. Hey, holy God, he's directing Thor. Yeah, that's why. Huh. Yep. Well, actually, Hunt, uh, pardon me, Hunt, uh, What We Do in the Shadows was his, his like, his big breakthrough. Movie. Yeah. And he was actually in the movie, you know? Who did he play? I, mean, I don't know. I, Played, uh, I don't know why I'm pretending I saw it. No, I'm talking about uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, what? Yeah. He was? Yeah, he played the uh, minister at the funeral. Oh, that oh, wow. Yeah. That was one of my favorite parts. Like, he puts himself in his movies. It's interesting. He's, but... he's a good on Night Shyamalan, it looks like. Are you just saying that because of his skin color, Cody? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Cody's he's harmless. He's a good dude. Um, yeah, it's, it's an inter- interesting little movie. It's, it's as indie as you can possibly be. Like, it's, I don't think I've ever seen, well, I guess I'll get into that later, but it's, it fits, it gets all the indie movie checklists, you know? 
It's just kind of the bizarre sense of humor. Funky soundtrack. Yeah, the funky soundtrack, the cheap setting. You know, it's just it's it feels like an indie movie. The crazy characters. I don't know. But that's fine. Like uh but yeah, let's let's get down into it, Cody. Some initial thoughts on uh Hunt for the Wilder People. I loved this movie. Oh, excuse me. I I loved every second watching it except for maybe two seconds in there. Mm-hmm. And that was when Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler when the dog died. Yeah. That hurt me emotionally. Yeah. But that... other than that, I I loved every second. I thought that it was one of the funniest movies I've seen in a very long time. Mm. Not a very long time. I liked it as much as Swiss Army Man. Yeah, long enough. Uh yeah, I I I'm so I'm such an idiot for not checking did the dog die, but I don't I feel like that's not even I feel like they don't even have that for this movie. Yeah, they shouldn't, yeah. Most it's people so, probably don't know. Yeah, did the dog die in an indie movie? That needs to be a website. But um, <laughs> you know, I I liked parts of it, but if I'm being completely honest with myself, and maybe this isn't fair, I'll let I'll let someone else be the judge of that. But like I had with Swiss Army Man, because I think that's the most obvious comparison to make here. Mm-hmm. I kind of had my fill of cr- off offbeat weird funny indie movie about people dicking around in a forest for two hours like you know you know what i'm saying i guess so that's such a specific kind of movie and i already got that like with animation like i can see an animation movie every week like kubo is kubo and the two strings coming i'm gonna go check that out and i'll I'll be fine because it it looks like it's it's different enough from zootopia or fine that's just two guys dicking around (laughs) like that it really that's what it comes down to it's just it's a couple of guys dicking around the forest for a while for different reasons, of course. <laughs> and I just I happen I don't know if maybe I just like Swiss Army Man so much that it's you know blurring my vision, I guess. But I just didn't really care for this movie. I got I got to be honest with myself. I don't if the roles were reversed and I saw them in different order, maybe I'd be a little bit higher on it. But as it stands, I was just uh, I was just sort of if i if i wore a watch i'd be checking it but i, oh, I, wow, I sort of wow, just Lee. i know i'm sorry i just i kind of just sat there and was, i saw there's there's good parts in this there's definitely there's it's not a horrible movie by any chance i just didn't really like it but that happens <sighs> that happens sometimes so cody why don't you oh, get wow. us started this is the first movie you've been sour on in a long time i know it is i've been pretty upbeat maybe when i shouldn't have been like with independence day like for the record I know that that's not a good movie, and I've, I'm not I'm not at a seven anymore. I'm like at a six or something like it's that. It's just but, not as garbage as some people made it out to be. Yeah, it was perfectly enjoyable, but I know that's not a good movie or anything. But um, no, Citizen Kane. So yeah, Citizen Kane is so great. Uh, no, that's it's the last movie I've blatantly disliked since. Oh man, I'm sorry, sorry Josh, but it's since Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So. Oh, that's fair because that movie was garbage. Yeah, sorry, but, sorry. But Josh. the fact that those are the two, but the fact that I'm putting this together with TMNT means, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're not happy about you're, that. You're killing both of us right now. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I don't. I'm just didn't this care. This movie is just so much better made than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and yet. I absolutely agree with that. Like, I'm at, I, I was at, you know, I was at a five for a majority of the movie, but just those, those dips it takes, and just the familiarity of it, I just kind of, I ended up in the lower, you know in the lower part of the scale where I got, I, I can't really say I liked the movie. I, I admired it in spots and I think it's a good, well-made movie that a lot of people can enjoy to varying degrees, but I don't know. It's just, this just wasn't a good experience for me, I guess. And I didn't think it was, 
I thought it was funny, but nothing. It was indie funny, you know. It was indie, are you kidding me? Indie funny? Yeah, I'm sorry. You're telling me you didn't get a blatant laugh at the scene when they were being interviewed at the end, mm-hmm. and the social worker said, "I then explained to him that I am Sarah, or that I am the Terminator, and he is in fact Sarah Connor." <laughs> that Terminator bit killed me. It was so funny. Yeah. And that lady's or that little girl's um dad was hilarious. Shitty father, but he was a funny guy. Oh yeah, he's like, What's up, bro? What's up? Oh, you're Rookie Baker. Go get a selfie. It's like now you you pretend like you're arresting me. Like, yeah. <laughs> there was no there was a lot of color to it. It's just like you said, it's a couple of guys dicking around in a forest. Like, ah, it's that's not that interesting to me. I mean I'm fine with that every once in a while, but not a month apart, you know. <laughs> no, get get into it more. What what more things did you like about this? I I loved I loved Ricky Baker. Mm-hmm. I thought whatever the, his I'm not even gonna look up his actor's name. It's too New Zealander for me. No, it's not that bad. Julian Dennison. Oh, never mind. I was thinking of the director again. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> no, he was. Um, I love. I think he was great. He was just so. He he was the best child actor I've seen probably all year. Fair. Oh my god! So I'm look. I just looked at this Julian kid, and the last movie, the uh, yeah, the last movie he was in was with Sam Worthington. <laughs> oh god! How far has he fallen? Oh my god! <laughs> Jeez, this guy's in the biggest movie of all time, and he's in a freaking Australian movie made for five dollars. Jeez. <laughs> Anyways, all right, keep going. Sorry. Um, I liked uh, Sam Neill. Probably my favorite role since Grant in Jurassic Park. Okay. Uh, he was great. He played just the the right amount of asshole that I wanted to like him more. Mm-hmm. So I was rooting for him to win. I I just I I had so much fun watching this whole movie. Like I I did not check my watch twice, once. Me. How many times? Not once did I check my watch. And I and the movie was just it was perfectly paced for me. I I loved it. From start to finish. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so some things I liked about it. Um, I did like some of the humor. Like, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember. Like, for instance, I guess this the minister scene with Taika Waititi, the director. I thought that was really funny. Oh yeah. Where they go, like they kept kind of that wide shot, and that woman in the back was like, Jesus, and he's like, what? <laughs> I mean, like you're not. He's like basically like you're not wrong, but you're also not right. What's so. behind that door? Jesus, yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, there, there were, there were funny bits. Like, I'm There's not gonna. A door behind that door. You want to know what's behind that door? Jesus, <laughs> just. He just was so fu- fed up with it. But no, I, I did laugh. There were, there were definitely things that that made me laugh. There was, um, there's, there was more so lines than, uh, than like setups and stuff like that. And like, I don't want to say gags, but like, yeah, just setups or whatever. But not 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 much of it really hit landed with me. To to kind of not keep me entertained like I'm a child, but just to to hold my interest, I guess. Where I was just a lot of it, I was just sort of you know, I was watching happen, but I really never got invested in this movie. I got invested with the when with the um with the mother character, the uh, Aunt Bella, yeah, and the his foster mom, and the kids' relationship with Aunt Bella. Like I was interested in that, but. At the same time, I'm looking at this kid, 
and they try to make him out to be this horrible child, but, I mean, for the majority of the movie, he seems pretty tame. Like, there there's really isn't much of an arc to him. They they talk about, oh, he's he's done this, he's done that, like, all these illegal things. He becomes things. less gangster at the end of the movie. Like I know, but he... His no, arc goes... is noticed with his clothes. <clears throat> with his clothes. Yeah, no, no, I'm, um, I know that, but I'm just saying, like, from when they introduced him to when you first saw him doing stuff, it was... I didn't see that this kid was... You know, somebody who would who would be stealing and stuff like there just there wasn't an arc to him. He started off, I think he started and ended like the pretty much the same person. They just sort of glossed over this, just his whole background. They're like, oh, he's he's this like really tough kid who's never been in a thing. But then in within five minutes, he's hanging out with this lady and their best friends, and he's got a dog and all that kind of stuff. Like it just it just didn't learning. Yeah, I don't know. He didn't really it's changing. I didn't see that. I did not see that. Oh. I thought I saw it, but it just, you know, it could have been handled better. And then, yeah, like the humor, my my attention wavered at times. Like I, there was there was a point when they were again just digging around the forest that I just was like, okay, can we just get this over with a little bit quicker? So, that being said, it it ends very very strong. Like it's yes. got a very strong ending and climax. But I'm just saying, by then I was just I was like, yeah. I wish I knew this was coming because you kind of lost me in the middle there. Like if I knew if somebody told me like, oh, don't worry, though, it ends. It ends really, really nicely. Like it's it's a really good, really fun, really cool ending. I'd be like, great. All right, I'll stick to that. But no, I didn't really have that moment where I just the ending was it wasn't it was a cherry on top of like a yeah, it was like putting whipped cream and a cherry on top of a ice cream sundae with banana flavored ice cream, I guess. Just yeah. I thought you were going somewhere different with that, so I'm glad that you went in that direction. Oh shit! Yeah, that's what I thought you were gonna say. No, no, no. It's still ice cream. Like I, th- I still think this is a fine movie. I just didn't really like it that much. I don't know. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, I'd watch this. I'd watch this plenty of times before I'd watch Civil War. If that makes it feel oh any my better. God. If that makes it feel any better, Cody. Have you come down on that even more? I think you said that you have. Last week, I'm at I'm at a three right now. Oh my god. Tell me this. Gonna... Black Panther is the most boring character ever. No, he's not. He doesn't he's do awesome. anything. He can just he can just like jump around and fight stuff. Like that's the dead. Are, uh, that's the living are not finished with you yet. I don't get that. They just they shoved his a plot line down my throat, and I was like, "What? Who are these people? What?" Anyway, you're the only person in the world that didn't like that movie. Fine, then I will. No, there's plenty of people who don't. We are we band together. There are dozens of us. <laughs> In this country, <laughs> mind you. In the world, dozens more. Maybe hundreds. Maybe even hundreds. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no, yeah, but back to this well, back to this disappointing movie. Ugh. No, I'm kidding. I didn't have any expectations for it. So to be honest, it, it's not like I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And I ended up like, it wasn't as good. I had no expectations for this thing. I was like, it could be good. It could be awful. Who knows? And it was just sort of in the middle. Whatever. Well, the only reason I thought it was going to be good, and that's only because I, it was at Metal... Or, oh, my God. Cinemopolis. I almost called it Metalocalypse. I, mean, I, was, I was thinking, what was he trying to say there? <laughs> yeah, Metalocalypse, yep. Um, Cinemopolis. Could you, have a, could you have a great day? Could you do that for me? That's from the show, I think. I, I don't remember, but it might be. It probably is. Um, I haven't seen a bad movie there yet. True. So, I think that... 
I had some pretty high expectations for it. Mm-hmm. And it delivered. I, it was funny all the way through to me anyway. And I just, I really was going through a tough time. Yeah. When I saw it. So the comedy helped me out a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think that that might have something to do with the way I colored it too. Maybe. Because you, you always bring your own, bring yourself into a movie and mm-hmm. your current state of being. So, I'm you know, that's nothing, not, nothing bad about that. It's perfectly fine. But I'm going to level with you here. Uh, I'd say I probably misunderstood or just couldn't understand a third of the dialogue in this I movie. I would give it about, yeah. There was a lot a of problem. times that their accent was a bit too thick, which I got over it. Yeah, I... I'm usually good with picking that kind of stuff up. Like one of the weird things about me is like I can't speak Spanish, but I can hear it. Like I was at a I was at the Baseball Hall of Fame last uh, last summer, and like this pitcher Pedro Martinez, he did half of his speech in English and half of it in Spanish. And like I was I was okay with the English part, but like with the Spanish part, I was just sort of giving like a running play by play. Like oh that's he's talking about this, he's talking about that. So I'm good with picking up language. Like I can, if I have an understanding of a language, like the English one, uh, I can usually do pretty well. But with this one, I was, I, I needed subtitles. I really did. Like I couldn't, <laughs> like, Sam Neill was the only legible one. Like the kid was, I know he was speaking in like kind of like a, not a thug, but like in a urban whatever speak, I guess. The, um, yeah, whatever the New Zealander version of thug is. Yeah. Thug, maybe with do- with two. No, that's German. Two U. I was gonna say two dots over the U, but uh, <laughs> no. So that kind of took me out of it. I was like, wait, what? I don't know if I just missed something important. I doubt not really, because there's not much important dialogue here. But um, yeah, so that was just that's another thing that sort of got under my skin. Some things I do like though. What a soundtrack. What or a score. Whatever this is, like the music in this. Best, probably the best music I've heard all year. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't like Swiss Army Man, though. It's music, that is. I like the music. It was just too much of it. But this one, like, there oh. were some... Even when I wasn't, like, that into the movie, when they had, like, musical cues or whatever, I was, like, tapping my foot along. I was like, oh, this is great. This is so cool. Actually, no, wait. Uh, Everybody Wants Them came out this year, so it did not have the best music. Sorry. Because <laughs> that was next level. But, um, but yeah, that's... I guess that's my main positive takeaways i love the, the soundtrack music. oh so good like that early on when um i think i got the right spot here when sam neil and the kid are climbing the mountain and there's this like it's kind of electronica but it's like an alternative kind of something or other let's see if you can remember it I, I, it's it's from early on in the movie I, that much i'm I, on the soundtrack right now but it was yeah but that part of it that, i mean that that's oh, i'm listening to it right now in general is it like new wavy and synth Synthish, bum, 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 yeah, 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 that one, yeah, that that was cool, and they had a couple of like punk rock or alternative or something songs in there. They were all really like that was soundtrack was great with this movie. So, what other positives do you have, Cody? Um, oh, I don't know. The cinematography, mm-hmm. it was a beautifully shot movie. Yeah, what did you think about that camera trick they had of like when I guess they when they were in a montage or whatever, they would have the camera pan over. Oh my god, I and they'd be it. at different spots. That was so cool. Yeah. That was so oh my god, I never never thought of I would ever see that. That was so cool. Yeah. I, I loved it. Except there there was one there was one part later in the movie where I don't know if you noticed this, maybe it was just my eyes, but um when they were showing the police chase, like the the police and everything in the woods, 
Mm-hmm. Did it look a little blurry to you? I don't. It's um, not really much with the projection. It's just I think it was like there was like a motion blur on some of it. I think that might have been it. Yeah, where it was... to signify the passing of time. Oh, deep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, that's sort of that was a little distracting. But overall, I thought it was that's something I've never seen before. So I don't yeah, know if that's that was a, very interesting. I don't know if that's a Taika Waititi original or if he lifted that off somebody as like an homage or something. But I thought that was a really cool. When I first saw it, I was like, well. Well, that's bad editing. How'd they get over there? But the, <laughs> once you got used to it, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's nice. That's a cool old trick. It's good stuff. Uh, yeah. I, I liked I liked that a lot. So what did you think about the relationship between um, the kid, what's his name, Ricky Baker, Ricky Baker. and uh, Sam Neill's character? Heck. Heck, yeah. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. I liked, um, I know you were saying that Ricky Baker didn't have much of an arc, mm-hmm. but Sam Neill definitely had an arc. Yeah, absolutely. He hated the kid at the beginning, and then by the end, he was like, "Yeah, I'll come live with you." It was. I liked it a lot. I thought it was um, very. It was charming. They. I liked. I liked the way that they. Uh, the, the the relationship developed. I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was very sweet. What did you think? Yeah. Um. I I, I agree with with what you said. I just. It was a little, maybe it was a little too, or I think just him in general. Maybe he was a little bit too annoying. Where like that, yeah, like that's the point of the character. He's like this crazy, stupid kid, which is fine. Like I'm, I'm basically that myself, so I can, I can definitely relate. But I don't know, those, just those two, they just something seemed off there, and I can't really quite put my finger on it. But now, but since I'm thinking about about this, I take back my soundtrack thing because my favorite character. Was the bush guy? The crazy guy? The crazy guy in the bush. Psycho Sam. <laughs> Psycho Sam. Psycho Sam is great. He's hilarious. He, he was is, funny. He was because, like, you know what I thought when they came over the when they came over the hill, and um, yes, yeah, so when they came over the hill and they saw him, I was like, wait, is this going like sci-fi? Is, like, <laughs> is this like a bush creature? But then he gets up, he's like, hey. And he just like show he keep shows him his like design of like the bush or whatever. And I'm he, a bush man. <laughs> bush man, bush yeah. And then when it, when they're like in his ha- in his trailer or whatever, and he put and he just puts the uh, he puts like the salad bowl. Why do on they their heads. Why do they call him Psycho? I, I don't know. Here, wear these. <laughs> that way they can't check your thoughts. Beautiful. Oh, absolutely beautiful. He was that is such that was such a beautiful just a great idea to have this character in there. I loved. I loved him. I want a movie with Psycho Sam. He needs to be. He needs a spinoff. Oh Let's my god! Get our Psycho Sam uh, spinoff movie, please. I'll write. Yeah, literally. But I, I don't. I, I couldn't even touch that. He's icon. He's an iconic character. It would just be all the same lines that he said in the movie. I just repurposed them for exactly. Situation. Exactly. <laughs> but no, he was. Uh, I, this guy's name is uh, Rise or Reese Darby. I don't know. It's R R H Y S. So however you want to say that. I always said Reese. Yeah, he's apparently a stand-up comedian. So, um, I'm in. I'll find him. So how, how many of those lines do you think were improvised? Oh, I I would probably say all of them. <laughs> okay, we didn't write any lines for you, so just figure it out. Yeah, perfect. I mean, yeah, they probably gave him like the truck thing, but just in general, it was like, oh yeah, by the way, in the scene, he has to have a truck. But when he like. When the, when the SWAT team comes, these are spoilers, by the way. But when the SWAT team comes and he's like, "Well, we all just better better just die," 
And he like <laughs> he lays down, his eyes go all. They're not crazy. gonna believe it if I if, if I'm the only one. His his eyes go crazy, and he's just ah, uh, it was beautiful. And then when they were when they were coming off the hill, he's like, I'll distract him, and he becomes a bush. <laughs> it's it's that I I needed more just silly things like that because there was like there was a lot of there was some very funny dialogue and funny one-liners but like just that character in general he was so entertaining and he was he so was fun great. i loved it um uh, so what, you, you liked it cody oh yeah i liked it i liked it i liked the um i don't know the social worker might be my favorite character though i hated her i know that's the really point, but i could not stand her she was so funny she was like trying to be a cop, and she, at the end they were like, she was like reading them their Miranda rights, even though they're in New Zealand. <laughs> like, oh, that was so good. Like, What's your problem? I just, like, she drove just, me nuts. Um, I loved the uh, all those jokes were so funny because the um, her partner or whatever, mm-hmm. just yeah, we don't really do that here. <laughs> <laughs> it was so. Uh, I just stuff. all the time was just, when she confronted Ricky while he was alone. Yeah, it's like. Don't you want some tasty trail mix? And then you see in a later scene that uh, that partner guy was just guzzling it. <laughs> yeah, there was. I, I feel like um, I'll say about this with movie, this with the movie. But the best characters were pushed to the sidelines, I think, and they focused on I think the le- the least interesting ones. Because like I loved the I love the crazy guy. I love like. The, the cop was cool. The older brother and the, the girl were cool. They were fun characters. But yeah, like it's like, them. yeah, like you have all these great characters. And I just, just kind of got pushed to the sidelines. And I was like, oh, well, I want to hang out with them. They, what's, what, are they, what, what are they doing? What are their problems? What are their endeavors? I don't know. So, which I get that's, you know, that's a filmmaker's choice. But I don't know. That's just, that's just how I feel. So I'm not going to, just a little disappointed is all. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? I don't know. I mean, more questions. Um, what did you think of the boar? Yeah, that was out of place. That was the weird. Yeah, as a plot device, it was kind of weird, but but it was CGI. Was it CGI? That was so CGI. It was. It looked very strange. Yeah, that there's no way that was not CGI. Like I'm fairly certain. Yeah, that was a very interesting change. I uh, interesting decision, I guess. I mean, I really don't know why they had to kill the dog. That made it didn't really serve the story at all. Drama. I know, but like they did, they kind of just move on. So it's not like that's yeah, a big point. Yeah, they didn't point. really make a deal about it, it at all. I mean, if they if it was if, if it, it was, was Tupac, a, it would have been yeah. a big deal, I think. Yeah, that's Ricky's dog, Tupac. Yeah, but it, it was just Zag. Yeah, if that was the case, then fine. You got, but like, why? What's the point of killing the puppy? He's a good dog. You just got to kill him for nothing, for literally no reason. <laughs> well, got to wait for the director's cut. Yeah, after the know. dog funeral scene. Yeah, I guess that was just that was just strange to me. Uh, another another plot, maybe not plot point. They got abandoned, but they had the uh, the diabetic guy. Oh yeah, the yeah. dark ranger. Don't really know his purpose. Just to show that they're good guys. I mean, but we know that. We know that, but the bushman didn't. Yeah, but he still goes to jail at the end. Like that doesn't really help his that case. That is true. So. Oh no! The the reason that they had it in there that was a plot device so he could meet the daughter and the father. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Okay. All right. I, for, I almost I forgot about that. But that was yeah, that was an interesting choice, I guess. But <laughs> also, I Cody. That was a very funny scene. Also, Cody. What? No child left behind. 
No child left behind. No child left behind. <laughs> That's kind of our motto. That was it's not really our. Okay, motto, now there was but... no reason for that cutscene. That was completely pointless. And they just have the scene like where was you don't you don't see a TV. You just see the opening graphics of like a morning New Zealand TV show. Which now I know what I want to do after school. <laughs> but <laughs> it's work for New Zealand TV. It's fine. No consequences. Nothing matters. You're good. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where they just <laughs> it was just bizarre. We have this one scene. Where, cause yeah, you gotta show that this is like a big story, national story. Yeah, cause like exactly. nothing goes on in New Zealand except for Hobbit movies, and those are done. But for now, for now, yeah, until we get the Silmarillion part six, nine, and twelve. So well, part a forty-part Silmarillion movie. Yeah, part one That's through nine. Oh, gosh, but um, yeah, they have this just random scene where she goes on TV. It's like okay, that was like that was funny and awkward. But what is it? What did what did that do for me? Like, well, how do I understand this world better? Because they do, because then they have that montage of like TV reporters and stuff. It's like I, just some of the choices that were made here. I just didn't quite understand where they they you know in a better movie in a movie that I like more, I would have easily been able to dismiss. But with this one, they just sort of started stacking up. Whereas I just by the end, I was just kind of confused. They just took these mm-hmm. little detours, and I didn't quite understand why. But what are you gonna do? Uh, any final thoughts? Loved it. That's my final thought. All right, give it. I a had a lot of fun watching this, but I'm gonna give it a nine and a half. Nine and a half. Wow. Yeah. Where's that stack up for you? Got me near the this, top. This, this year. Yeah. Or in my life. This year. Let's keep it the micro. Uh, <laughs> Go macro later. Trust me. Um. Oh boy, it's probably. I think it's been a long year. Mm-hmm. But like, it's did definitely you, top five. Do you like it more than the nice guys? I liked it a bit more than the nice guys. Oh wow, so that's pretty high. Civil War. I liked it almost. I can't tell if I liked Swiss Army Man or this movie better. I would use. I think Swiss Army Man is way better. I think it was more unique, but I love Ricky Baker. Ricky. Like I really, I want to go see this again. Tell you the truth. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, not before you got to see Southside with me first, because that's like that's real stuff. Can we not see? <laughs> No, that looks that, great. That's the Obama movie, right? Obama? The Obama. Obama? It's Obama. Yeah, it's Obama. It's hard A. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You bastard. That's no, the you Obama said it wrong movie, the right? first time, and now you're trying to cover your ass. I know it. What? No, are you kidding me? No, no, I got you. Yeah, Southside Me. Yeah, that's the. It's a movie. It's just. that's. It's kind of like Steve Jobs. It's about one spot in these people's lives, and it's Barack and Michelle's first date. Well, and if you don't see that, you're basically I voting guess for I'm Donald Trump. And well, you're basically voting for Donald Trump. If oh, wow. Yeah, so shoot. Okay. Live with that. Live with that. Guess so. We'll be seeing that. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, just Cinemapolis picks. I mean, Cinemapolis sponsor us. Goddamn. Please. But uh, Southside with you and Don't Think Twice. Two don't Think Twice looks too. pretty good. Looks so great. Um, Stop yeah. trying to get out of giving this movie a grade. <laughs> Is that what I'm doing? Are you sure? Sounds like Let's it. talk about that. Am I trying to get out of giving this a grade? No. <laughs> Let me tell you about my ideal Star Wars sequel. Yeah. Obi-Wan <laughs> just Kenobi. A, just filibuster until it's like fucking 10 o'clock. <laughs> and then just get... We're recording the, at 8 o'clock, everybody. And just Periscope, you know. It'll be great. Uh, the Hollers looks good, too. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I'll, I'll give a grade. So, I guess... So, I don't. I didn't like the movie. Six is my cutoff. So, cut off for being a good movie. So, I don't know. 
I would say I'd give this a five. I give oh, it a buddy, solid. Boy. If I can't give an honest critique, what is my? Where's my integrity? Yeah, I, I don't have any. Okay. Gotta have integrity. That's that's key. That's okay. It's it's a perfectly fine movie. If I I know I know people that would enjoy this that I would and I would definitely recommend it to them should they ask. Um, but you know, I've seen better. I've seen a lot worse. Like it's not, it's it's nowhere near as bad as Suicide Squad. Like oh, I'd watch this ten times before I'd watch Suicide Squad once more. So Suicide Squad wasn't that bad. Let's <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad in just in execution. But the Joker, man, that's ter- That was terrible. God, you actually did. You were right with your prediction, right? You hated him. I did, and I'm, I'm not. Ju- I didn't just say that. I'm not just, just saying that to, just to save to face. Myself. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying that because I actually really do hate this person and I hate this <laughs> performance. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? All right, let's move on. Watching, reading, listening to good buddy. Get started. I don't know. What have I been doing? Shoot. Who Nothing you? really. I didn't really did. Just kind of hung out. Did we talk about Hush yet? Josh and I did. I didn't because know I saw it. You did see Hush. I watched it. Cool. What'd you think? I really liked it. It was super um, it's visceral. It was. It was very. Uh, I would. It's more of a thriller than it is a horror movie, in my opinion. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it was. Uh, yeah, it was just really good. I really enjoyed it. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, yeah. Did you? What did you think about my main about my main critique? Do you need a refresh? Was that yeah. I just didn't understand why he, or they 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 made this guy. Actually, the the movie's built on a premise of spontaneity, where it's just like, okay, well, I have no reason to kill this person, but I'm going I just to anyway. Want to. Yeah, and like, here's what Josh, love the guy, great dude, good person, but when he when he said the other day on the show, he's like, oh well, I don't want, I don't care, if, I don't want like, I want a killer in a horror movie. I don't need them to have like a character or anything. Like, I just want them to be evil. Like what? <laughs> you're the one who complains when the characters aren't very well realized, but you're just you're fine with this person not having anything. Now this guy, he did have he did have a lot of of a character, but I just yeah. I couldn't buy, I could not buy this whole well, you know. I guess I'll kill. I guess I'll just kill too. you. Yeah, like whatever. It's not like, like like I said when we he and I talked about it briefly. If they just gave any reason, what's just any reason, then fine. Like Good. he could have been a crazy book stalker. Yeah, or, or like the the thing I mentioned is like, okay, well, what if this girl snapped a picture of the dude, and sent it to, or I don't know, sent somehow sent it to the girl he killed, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Also, she's in like uh, the the main girl in that, the the br- the brunette, the girl that yeah got, yeah the deaf one yeah she's, <laughs> I just see her popping up in random like drug commercials, so that's fun. <laughs> it's like you you're you're better than this, and I think we both know that. She's like, oh, all right, no yeah. big deal. Good movie. What, what grade would you give that? Oh, throw it an eight. I think I did. I gave the same thing. I liked it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Made for a million dollars. It's like a, it's a quick little movie. You just get through it. And you're like, all right, cool, good stuff. I did just watch that. Um, let's see. Anything else? No, I've been busy, preoccupied. Gotcha. As for myself. It, I saw a couple of movies. The first one I saw was Clue. You ever heard of this? Heard of it. It's a cult classic. Cult classic. It is. It's good. It's good. And the the cool thing is when you buy the DVD, you get um the DVD comes with you can have the option of watching the movie with one of 
one of three endings or watch wow. just the movie with all the endings tacked on just to see because like that was the big selling point where they released this movie and different part different movies went to every different theaters with three different endings because it's wow. like, it's kind of like the board game from what i hear uh-huh. i haven't played yeah, the yeah. board game i want to but i haven't never played, played clue no no i was a i was a connect four you know guess who kind of guy so i'm an asshole i know uh <laughs> But yeah, this was a, it was an entertaining movie. It was very very funny. It was much more, I guess, you know, sarcastic, but just sort of oddball, sort of off the wall kind of stuff, which I was I found really refreshing. And especially after seeing Sausage Party, something that wasn't so in your face was nice. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, it was it was very funny. I think I got the worst of the three endings, but that's really not the that's not the a big deal when it's a comedy, like a comedy mystery or whatever. Like, so what? The ending's, the ending's fine. The one I got was just, I, I read, I watched the other two and they were better. So, but <laughs> not a big deal. Um, but yeah, it was a cool little movie. And oh my God, Tim Curry. Was he good? <laughs> he spends about the last 30 minutes of this movie running around yelling at people and explaining what happened in the plot. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. And he runs so weirdly. Like he, 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 I, I, there's really no way to describe it. You just kind of have to see it for yourself. But those those who've seen the movie know how weird he runs and how beautiful it is. Uh, prancing like an antelope, I guess, would be the best way to describe <laughs> it. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I'll, I would go throw that one, eh, say, an eight and a half. Oh, wow. And th- now here, you want you want a hot take? A controversial oh, yeah. opinion? So, I saw a rear window. Okay. Eh. That's the the Hitchcock movie, right? Yeah, like I like the movie. I want to put that out there. I really like the movie, but it's not that good. Oh, I don't, wow. I don't get it. It's, I found it, I, I found it kind of annoying to be honest you with know you. Know who doesn't agree with you? Who? Everybody. Literally everybody. I know, and it was weird. Like I love, I and I, I love movies. Movies are one of my favorite things. They're like top three. But do you top. like Hitchcock movies? I've, I saw North. The only, the only ones I've seen are. To, uh, Psycho and North by Northwest, but like, like I said earlier, I'm going to film school these these few months. Like, it's just so we'll I'm I'm we'll watching see. all this stuff, and I'm got, I'm being honest. I really, it it bugged me. Like, there's this scene, and uh, there's a scene where Jimmy Stewart's character is on the phone with a cop, and he lives he lives in an apartment that's, I would say maybe thirty to forty yards away from another apartment, maybe a little bit smaller. It's kind of hard to tell. But um, and he doesn't want the person in this apartment that's a considerable distance away to hear what he's saying, so he whispers on the phone. And I don't know why. Like I really don't know why. But when he was whispering on the phone to this guy, I just got so mad, like <laughs> insanely angry. I was like, st- just with how it, it, how annoying he was whispering. It was like really loud, but it was not. And it just it drove me crazy. It absolutely drove me crazy. And just, I, I really, that style of speaking just doesn't hit my ear right. Uh-huh. It's just, it's like, ah, oh, no, that's, that doesn't sound okay. Like, I'm fine with, like, I'm fine with, like, accents and old-timey, you know, ways of speaking. But this one was just so beat you over the head, and it just was <laughs> so tiring. And the ending of the movie, do you mind if I spoil it? No, go ahead. So, the end of the movie's fine. Like, it's a pretty standard mystery thriller, but the... The, the how this guy defeats the villain, I guess, or just the antagonist of the movie is this antagonist walks into his apartment. He's a huge guy, like he's built like a linebacker, and Jimmy Stewart is has a broken leg and is in a wheelchair. And so you know how he beats him? 
How? He takes out his camera, takes puts on a flash bulb, and flash bulbs him three times. Blinds him? Temporarily. Like the guy just gets blinded. He it's and it's pretty much the same shot. He, he the, the picture's taken, he stands there, he steps back, he rubs his eyes, and they just do that three or four times. <laughs> I was like, what or is it what is happening right now it was it was maddening i well, like more it. than that has to happen right well like what happens after i think he fell out a window or something oh, like boy. or no no he pushes the guy out the win- out of a window that like it's maybe a story or two like if you fall from there you're gonna be fine <laughs> like it, yeah you're gonna break a leg but you're not gonna die or anything and people were like losing their minds like oh my god he's gonna fall it's it was just uh, it was a really frustrating movie at times, and I I liked it, but I'm never gonna watch it again. I really, ugh. do you want it? Do you want the DVD? It's more than welcome to have it. Uh, I, I think I'll be okay. That's fine. And then I saw Ed Wood last a couple nights ago. Uh, what direct- was it? Ed Wood. I've never heard of that. It's directed by Tim Burton, starring Johnny Depp. Oh, so every movie? Come on. No, no, no. It's it's a movie about the <laughs> the filmmaker Ed Wood. Edward D. Wood Jr., as he likes to be called. You know, uh, you ever heard of this movie, Planet Planet Nine from Outer Space? You've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, he's he's directed that. It's known as like the worst movie ever, like oh, worst B movie get of all wrecked, time. Ed Wood. And he's this like, and it's just it's a biopic about this guy, but not really like a a biopic biopic. It's not Cradle of the Grave kind of a deal, but it's just it just shows this this weird guy and his weird friends and his weird life. And it was just it was a cool it was a cool watch. I learned something. I gained appreciation for filmmaking, and I thought I could feel the passion, and that came from Tim Burton. And I, I really hope that he and Johnny both get their stuff together, because like he's he's got the Miss Peregrine's home for the peculiar children. Yeah, whatever. that looks pretty interesting. Yeah, like I think that's gonna be kind of his return to form. Where I don't, it's not gonna blow anybody out of the water, but it's gonna be a sign of like, okay, so Tim Burton, he knows what he's doing now. He's he's got to figure it figured out, and where he goes from there is what I'm interested in. Uh, Johnny Depp, <laughs> obviously with the with the last few weeks he's had, uh, might be yeah, a poor guy. Yeah, that might be a bit of a stretch, and um, but who knows? Maybe maybe he'll get back on track. Maybe pirates will help him out. But God, I hope that movie stops. I need. I want to see it. I think it's gonna be cool. Um, mm. but no, I'm excited for him. I'm excited. I'm I'm. I think he's gonna do good stuff again. I I know people have been calling for the Johnny Depp comeback for. 50 years almost or the depissants if you would yeah stop it uh i we've been calling for that and we're like oh well black mass is gonna start it off and then it didn't his next movie was alice through the looking glass so what is happening here i don't know is that his last movie yeah he's got a couple others but nothing looking too promising like it's yeah it's not i hope he signs on to something good soon like his next movies are like he did Donald Trump's The Art of the Deal. Like that's amazing. That's <laughs> how is this guy not the not the, the king? But his next movies are Pirates of the Caribbean and then <laughs> Nomeo and Juliet. Colon. Oh God. Co- no, this is the best part. Colon Sherlock Gnomes. What the fuck? And guess what? What? Johnny Depp's playing Sherlock Gnomes. Oh, get out! It's a it's a computer animated fantasy. Ro- Wait, no, you gotta listen to this. No, Romeo and Juliet, Sherlock Gnomes, is an upcoming 2018 British-American 3D computer-animated fantasy romantic comedy family mystery <laughs> film. 
Let me read that again, just for those who couldn't tell. Nomeo and Juliet is an upcoming 2018 British-American 3D computer-animated fantasy romantic comedy family mystery film. Family mystery film. No, a 3D computer animated. 3D animated. Comedy. Uh, 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 it's that's the longest title. <laughs> what is happening? This oh is like every God. genre. <laughs> but anyways. Did it say sci-fi? No, nah, but fantasy. So it's so a, close. It's a one of the other. 3D computer either. animated fantasy romantic comedy family mystery film. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that makes me want to die. But we're seeing it. Oh, uh, no. I would never. Oh, God. I'd rather. I would quit the podcast. Yeah, Nomeo and Juliet recruit Sherlock Gnomes to. Fuck. That makes me want to shoot myself every time <laughs> I say that. To help investigate the mysterious disappearance of other garden gnomes. God. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it's the sequel to Nomeo and Juliet, which only came out in 2011. And this one is going to come out. Seven years eight, later. Eight. Yeah. So it's fine. That is insane. Oh, that is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. With James McAvoy and Emily Blunt? What? Guys. Hey, they need to pay for their house somehow. I hope so. I hope it's a nice one, you guys. Jeez. Buy, buy John, get John Krasinski something nice for goodness <laughs> sakes. And James McAvoy, just... Uh, what is your... What are you doing? But anyways... The... <laughs> A three, a, a British-American 3D computer animated fantasy oh romantic comedy family mystery film. <laughs> so much sorry the last time last time um all right cool so <laughs> that'll Ugh. do it for us this week <laughs> coming up next week is something don't know what it is figure that out something josh is gonna be back with us so i think we're just gonna have some fun we're gonna do maybe do a top five well i think we're, what it probably is gonna happen i think we're gonna do a top five of his choice let it let him steer the ship for for this episode and have some fun and uh then then it gets serious because Let's since I sent this to you guys, you might as well reveal this to the listeners. We got a really cool couple of months coming up. So for the rest of this month, we've got The Light Between Oceans, Sully, Snowden slash Blair Witch. We're gonna see how that vote goes. Uh, <laughs> Magnificent Seven and Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. So it's big stuff, big stuff happening, and uh, I'm sure I sure I'm excited about this. So, uh, Cody. Any final thoughts? Any final words? Um, Speak your piece. These next couple months are going to be lit. Lit as heck, family. AF, fam. Family. Family. That's the abbreviation, right? All right. (laughs) Well, Cody. I'm hip. You can follow us at underscore RealFlix on Twitter. Send us an email at RealFlixPodcast at gmail.com. And leave us an iTunes review. Uh, and tell us, what is your favorite British-American 3D computer animated fantasy romantic comedy family mystery film? And a five-star review. Take it easy, guys. Bye, everybody. It's an animal